Let me get a 10-piece hot, extra crispy, extra wet. Let me get a blue cheese. Matter of fact, two. I'm on celery and fries and a peach drink. And make sure my fries is hot because they was cold last time. to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast, hosted by the Young Aunties. Welcome to the Extra Crispy, Extra Wet Podcast. We back, y'all. Uh, <laughs> it feels good to be back in this room, don't it? Yes, it yeah. do. Yes, it do. All right, y'all could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, your Young Aunties, the host of your show. We're down here in the South Atlanta, Georgia, to be exact. And down here, y'all, we think it's rude to walk in a room and not speak and introduce yourself. So we're going to do that first. Kay, kick us off. Hey, y'all. It's Auntie Kirby, a.k.a. Where's Kirby Ann, a.k.a. The West Side Wood Nymph. And I am checking in from the SWATs as usual. And y'all know we always have to bring you a little sunshine. Hey, y'all. I sound country as hell. But hey, <laughs> it's your favorite double C, Coco and Kirby. You know that's me, Florida made, Georgia paid up in this motherfucking thing. Woo-woo. And it wouldn't be right if we didn't mix in a little beast from the East. What's up, y'all? It's Jazzy Cockenhammer. <laughs> Coming from the good, old, <laughs> the good old East Side, y'all. Glad to be in the number one more motherfucker again. What's going on, y'all? All right, all right. And I am your favorite homegirl, Nick, from the old school. I on you where we put it on you, and shit might how they act him might be the city of the cat. Shit, I don't know where where <laughs> I'm from anymore. We don't went from Lithonia to Stonecrest. Now they want to be city of the cat. We're gonna figure that out anyway. Hey y'all! Hey aunties! Hey! Hey! So y'all, if you um if you've been keeping up, y'all know we took a bye week last week. That was for the holiday, the Thanksgiving holiday break. Um, you know, like uh, Auntie Kirby say, even aunties need a break. Yeah. Um, we appreciate y'all um keeping up with us on social media, listening to some older episodes and all of that good stuff. But we back, y'all. We back, and we're gonna we're gonna finish the year strong. Um, we got a good show lined up for you guys today. We're gonna catch us up on some stuff that we missed while we was out and some new shit that still came up this week. Um, y'all know we start every show the same. We gotta figure out what we're gonna have on our own plates. It's time for our wing order of the day. Kirby, let us know what you're eating after the holidays. You know what? I managed to be disciplined this holiday and I only had one and a half plates of food. So I'm going to go all out today. I'm going to get a 30-piece honey garlic, actually specifically honey garlic with ranch sprinkles, extra, extra crispy. I need okay. the chunky blue cheese from JR Crickets. I need the jumbos, even though they don't sell the jumbo no more. I don't like y'all for that, but whatever. Uh, I need two of them jumbos. Um, I'm trying to stay away from uh, white starches, so I'm going to do a salad. We're going to do a little shaved carrot. Some bibs, some undive, all kinds of stuff. And uh, I'm going to do a little light lemon vinaigrette. I'm going to get a big old gallon of water. But I'm going to sprinkle some lemon in that thing today so I can clean out my system a little bit. Okay. All right. You're making them wings sound mighty, mighty fine. Mm-hmm. Ooh, girl said a 30-piece. 
Yeah, I'm with the shits today. <laughs> Let us go with that one with the chunky blue cheese. All right. Jazzy, what we having? I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to do a 10-piece lemon pepper, mm-hmm. extra crispy with some onion rings, um, the beer-battered onion rings, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to have my per-usual crack ranch from Wingstop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I'm gonna need to get a gallon of water because I'm gonna have to. I, I need to uh, flush that out my system. <laughs> That's <laughs> what. What you gonna put on the onion rings? You eat them plain, or what, how you? Baby, I like to have them thing with some ketchup. Mm-hmm. Put some ketchup on them thing. Said the beer batter. Ooh. Yep. Okay. All right, we looking good, Shan, Miss Coco, and Curdy. Um, you know, normally I do something healthy. You know. For those healthy folks out there, but today I'm finna be a fat girl. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a spot in Dunwoody called Tasty Spoon. It's a Jamaican spot, and they got some jerk loaded fries. Oh, baby, mm. it's so good! Then I get that extra jerk sauce. It's like an Alfredo jerk sauce, creamy. It's good. So I'm gonna get that. You know what I'm saying? But you know I gotta have my water because I drink my water to mind my business, and that's <laughs> my plate today. Okay. Okay. Hey, everything is sounding real good. Real, real good. I think I'm going to go to one of my old favorites today. I want me some sweet brown sugar wings from Smoky Bones. Sound good. Uh, with the, with mm. the extra chunky blue cheese. And I want extra sauce, y'all. Don't be trying to be stingy. Because, see, sometimes Smoky Bones get a little stingy with the sauce. And you ever had, like, when, like, half of your wing be sauced? And you're like, wait a minute, what the? That's disrespect. No, I need I need it in the sauce. In it. I, I need to like be, be swiping up the sauce with the chicken. Like I need uh, yeah, I'm gonna need that sweet brown sugar on there. Um yeah, and I'm gonna need a large uh, chunky blue cheese. And um I'm, I'm I want that gallon, my gallon bottle of water. I want it nice and cool um to wash it down with, and I'm straight. Okay. Oh, and I'm gonna go ahead and get that good uh 16 piece because they only sell it in the eight or a 16. I um, hate restaurants that do that, but okay. Yeah, it'd be weird, weird right. numbers, you know what I'm saying? But I'm gonna go ahead and get that good 16 piece and, and, and eat some later. You feel me? I'm on listen. <laughs> that thing sound good. Yeah, I wish it was still a um a Ruby Tuesdays over here because I would go to that salad bar. Baby, that oh, salad bar. Ruby Tuesdays hating because they got rid of my favorite dessert. They had a little apple tart, and now they only got like some molten chocolate lava cake and this cheesecake, and it hurts my soul. It's hurting my soul that they closing all these locations. Yeah, I mean, because I'm they like, can keep up with the times. Where is a Ruby Tuesdays now? Because I went to Ruby Tuesdays for the salad bar by exactly. the air by the airport, but that one the salad bar salad bars those a lot of salad quote unquote bar restaurants are closing. Like there was one called Sweet Tomatoes. Uh, back in the day, I used to go there when I would go to Florida sometimes. Um, and they had one up in Alpharetta, but they got, I think they went into bankruptcy. So all the salad places getting closed. Don't nobody want to, uh, keep fiber in that system, I guess. Nah, they opened up a lot of spots called Salada. They good. They high, but. That's that gentrified. I'm talking about the OG, like, you know, you you can get you a little 999. You know, I don't really know about the OG stuff, but. I mean, for the but salada part, is good. Salada and chopped—they're very tasty. But I don't know how yeah. long it's gonna last. Yeah, Ruby Tuesday was just like the OG. You know, you always knew you could run in there 
Get you a little 999 joint pile it up. Yeah, you know, get you a little decent salad, fill that box up, and go on about your business. And um, it was just really convenient, but it enclosed so many um, locations. I now I'd be like, shit, I don't even know where Ruby Tuesdays is. And if I see one, I'm like, oh my goodness, you know. But anyway, if we're ready to eat good today, that sounds really good, ladies. Y'all be giving me so many ideas too about like certain stuff to try. Um, whether it's places in the city or stuff to cook at home, so I'd be appreciating that. But it is time for my favorite part of the day because I'd be learning so much. So oh my gosh, y'all, it's time for Auntie of the Day. I'm so excited, Jazzy. Who we got? So, we, we definitely got a young Auntie today for the Auntie of the Day, and her name is Celine Smith. The 12 year old star stole the show as Annie in NBC's production of Annie Live, which aired on Thursday, December 2nd. She acted alongside Taraji P. Henson and Harry Connick Jr. with his crazy to herself. Um, (laughs) This is not her first time acting. She got her start by singing with AGI Entertainment, where she also took performing art classes. She has toured with The Lion King, playing young Nala, and she has appeared in the Tyler Perry series, Young Dylan. She would like to star in movies. She wants to be a comedian like Tiffany Haddish. And she oh, wishes boy. to work with Marci Martin and Will Smith. And the best thing about this auntie is she was born and raised in Atlanta. Okay. So, Celine, yes, we got some talent coming out of Atlanta, y'all. So, Celine, girl, we see you. And then if you actually look her up on YouTube, she can sing, too. I, I watched a video of her singing this morning. I'm like, okay, come through. All okay. right. Say her That's name. Celine Smith. Celine Smith. All right. She spelled. She spelled it with a C, like the mm-hmm. like Celine Dion. Yep. That's what I'm about to say. Like Celine Dion. Yeah. Okay. Celine Smith. Oh, That's somebody for us to watch. It sure is. I I didn't see the live any. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it because I heard um, she did a great job. I heard Taraji did an amazing job. Yeah. Um, as Miss Hannigan. Um and Harry Connick Jr. is always entertaining entertaining to me. So he is. Uh, he's very talented as well. But Miss Celine Smith, it's your time, girl. Same like you don't put in more work than a bunch of grown people. Yep. In your few uh years, it sounds like this little girl is very focused. Um, I hope she has a very strong team behind her. And you coming straight out the A. We proud of you, girl. You representing us well. Keep it up. Let's do it. Yes. All right. Well, love that until you today. Always learn something new. We cheering for you, niece. Yes. All right. Now it's time to get to that meat and potatoes. What we got on the menu today. Y'all know we have to always keep you updated on what's going on in our city. The A. We've kept y'all up with this mayoral update since the beginning. Since shit before the beginning. When uh-huh. we seen things kicking up. And it is time for update. The rumble in the jungle is over, but some people still want some smoke. Kirby, tell us what happened, the outcome, and what the residual uh, mess is now. All right. So what had happened was <laughs> not what Andre, and F- Andre and Felicia, you know, had a little battle royale in the runoff in Atlanta. And if you don't already know, Andre Dickens is now the new mayor of Atlanta. So we'll give him a little quick hand clap, finger snap, Woo. and congratulations. 
A um, little bit of background about him. Uh, attended Mays High School, my alma mater, and don't get you know, don't get it twisted. Uh, I slightly represent for them, but I have my feelings. We can talk about that in another episode. But I do appreciate that we do have somebody who is from Atlanta and of Atlanta now as the mayor of Atlanta. We haven't had one since Shirley Franklin. Well, let me not do Keisha like that, but Keisha went to a particular high school that I don't really mess with, and that's another conversation, too. <laughs> uh, but again, congratulations to him. He also is heavily involved in Georgia Tech. I think that was also his alma mater. So we it know is. He, he's got some brains um, to go along um, with his potential celebrity. So we're glad that that is over, but I am looking forward to seeing if Andre is actually going to come through with some things, especially with him being a very um, community-centered person. And a lot of his resume is about what he's done with kids and especially a lot of programs at Georgia Tech. He's got a lot of people through college. So I'm hoping that his moral compass is a little bit better than some of our previous mayors. Now to the drama. Y'all know... Um, T.I. didn't like Auntie Felicia, and apparently now Isaac Hayes is in the fold as well as Killer Mike because she came out and basically told them, y'all need to mind your MFM business, and y'all are the reason why I lost the election. Apparently, T.I. and Isaac Hayes uh, III um, shared an article that may have had inaccurate information or utilized old information to try to make it appear that Felicia Moore was saying she was going to shut down strip clubs in Atlanta. And they shared whatever this article was on their social media. So T.T. Felicia, she's sick of the shit and understandably so. And don't get me wrong, a big part of why she lost is her and we'll get to that. But. She basically got on the in, uh, on Al Gore's internet and said, you know, T.I., Killer Mike, and all of y'all, y'all need to stay out of politics. Y'all, the reason why I lost, because y'all spread misinformation about I was going to close strip clubs. And what it actually was is that some time ago, she voted yes on a, um, on a potential, uh, I guess, ordinance for shutting down recording studios in the city at a certain yep. time. I remember and that. So, right. And so T.I., um, with his... Um, with his teenage emotions, decided he was going to get on Al Gore's internet and tell Felicia, uh, if you're saying you didn't really plan to close down strip clubs, whatever, that's old news now. You lost sight of one thing, this culture, the creators in this city. We run this town. She said that celebrities shouldn't even be involved with politics. That sounds eerily similar to when people said to LeBron, quote, shut up and dribble, right? You see, it's, you see, is that very energy, the tone of that, is the reason why you aren't fit to sit in the seat of the mayor of Atlanta. You don't understand. You did. We run this town. <sighs> Y'all, I have very serious issues, especially as a Mays alumni. Um, anybody who went to any APS high school understands there's a specific rivalry between Mays and Douglas High School. Uh, whether that rivalry is still continued now, I'm not absolutely sure. Um, but let me be on record and say Demo Ugly Girls, a.k.a. Doug High School, every single one of you all need to sit your ass down. Okay. Um, I don't have the energy. I'm tired of all of your alumni. Um, I'm over it. Y'all always got some some nonsense and some mess to say. Now, don't get me wrong. Felicia ain't perfect, but T.I. keeps sticking his nose in people pussy and in the wrong folks' business. So you need to find something to do, sir. You really need to find something to do. And you might have got off on them charges or whatever, but we already know what time it is. And a little birdie that I know I know what you've been doing for the last 10, 15 years in Atlanta. So you might have got off, but that don't mean you didn't do it. Quick, you know, keep it cute, sir. Um, and the rest of your fooligans and hooligans that hang around you and believe all that bullshit you be on. Um, as far as Felicia's concerned, Felicia got also accused by now mayor of Atlanta or mayor-elect Dickens of darkening his face 
on a campaign ad, which is weird. It doesn't really make sense to me, but I know politics can get dirty sometimes. I'm just like, Felicia, you ain't you ain't no caramel colored or no paper colored person. So I don't know why you would allow somebody in your campaign allegedly to do something like that to try to make it seem like he was darker. Like colorism is a very big issue. So I don't know why you would do something like that. I hope that you didn't, but that is what he did accuse her of. But I mean, he won. So at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Um, but essentially, um, we just got all these teenage emotions running around. Like I said, Killer Mike, Izzy Hayes III, he decided to throw up the Bye Felicia on the internet or whatever thing. And it's like, my other problem, and I know we're going to talk about this at the bottom of our, our show, the other problem that I have around this election, and also Kasim Reed, I'm talking to your punk ass too. Um, <laughs> I'm real tired of black men trying to turn black women into the enemy. Um, and yes. I'll um, I'll speak deeper on that later on in the show. But how y'all feel about Felicia and them and all the antics? Jazzy? Girl, first congratulations to uh, Andre Dickens. I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be good for the city. Felicia Moore, you've been uh, the, on the city council for what twenty four years, twenty something years. Yeah, twenty plus. You know, and um, I know you really wanted to be the mayor, but ma'am, you lost love. And you should have just bowed out gracefully. You should have never got on. I think was it TMZ she was talking to about TI and all that other stuff. That's not concerning you. Let sometimes everything don't need a response. You let people say what they want to say. Now, if you ever want to run for another um, any type of political position, people gonna be like, "No, she messy. Mm-hmm. She don't know. She don't know how to. She don't know how to handle herself when she lose." I wonder if she went to Doug High School too. She she might have went to Doug High School, and then you and then it's it's almost like you telling on yourself with the whole Ti with the allegation that you had. You shouldn't even said nothing, ma'am. <laughs> Hush. Did you have something to do with it, ma'am? Did you tell them folks to say that, ma'am? Just hush. one of her, one of the accusers was a homegirl of hers, according to Ti, allegedly. So maybe so. See, you know what I'm saying? So just hush. You didn't expose your whole hand. You, we in spades, and I see you got the big joker. Girl, shut up. <laughs> Girl, be quiet. Hush your mouth. That whole, you know, I don't really listen to it. Nothing that a lot of these Atlanta rappers have to say, right. uh, especially ones who contributed to um, drugs in the community and violence and crime in the community. Um, I don't really listen to nothing that y'all have to say when it comes to politics. Because you move and wait and, and you contributing to the downfall of the city. So fuck you and everything you talking about. And fuck that run the city shit. The people that pay their property taxes in Buckhead run the city, nigga. Go to hell. Exactly. How y'all run? What city y'all run? And peop- And it's crazy because a lot of these rappers, y'all are not doing nothing constructive with your money. They don't live in Atlanta. They, exactly. They don't you don't live, live in, in the Atlanta. city of Atlanta. Killer Mike and T.I. bought Bankhead Fish almost a year and a half, two years ago. Y'all still ain't reopened it. Questions that need answers. That's what I'm saying. What y'all doing with Bankhead Fish? And everybody know who's familiar with Bankhead Fish, that motherfucker hit. We used to go back in the day, and I remember getting them motherfucking fish plates back in the day when I was six, seven, eight. You couldn't close the top on that hole, okay? Absolutely not. I miss them hush puppies, too. Them hush puppies was the size of a golf ball. Listen. So I, I'm just to wrap up my little spiel. I'm I'm looking forward to um to seeing what um Dre <laughs> Mayor Dre gonna do 
in the city of Atlanta, and I hope everything that he said out of his mouth, he's going to be able to pull off. All right. See, we got to get all the Kasim and Keisha's people out of there first. That's true. Miss Coco, any thoughts from you? Who child the ghetto? <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, because it's really, it got really messy really quick, and yeah. I know y'all like the tussle and all, but um, <laughs> I agree with uh, Auntie Jazzy with the whole um, Felicia just got on the internet in her car. So you know she was mad because she was in her <laughs> car. You know, somebody get in their car and record a video, oh, they mad. They couldn't even wait till they go home. They mad. She was going to pick up her cremation number five. <laughs> so she was pissing. She was really upset, but it's just like, why even respond? It, and just like Auntie Jazzy say, like majority of the people who vote and who are, you know, into their city are not listening to uh, entertainers when it comes to that. Some of them don't. And, you know, for you to respond, if that doesn't even make sense. Like if anybody really believed what T.I. said, it just didn't make sense to me because I seen the post. But I didn't I just like maybe read the first line. It was like, oh, that sounds like a lot because it just doesn't make sense. Like you can't even do that. But anyway. The shit is just ghetto, and I'm just I'm gonna see how it turn out. Atlanta, y'all are ghetto. Like even yeah. the politics are ghetto. Like y'all gotta do better. It's just ghetto. She's a mess. This has been very interesting to watch. Um, I, I'm gonna be real quick with, with with my commentary on this, y'all. Um, congrats again, like y'all said. Congrats to um Dre. Um, I, do, I first want to point out that Atlanta had a um, mayor named Keisha, and now we got a mayor named Dre. Um, <laughs> black as hell, right? And then yeah. also, um, uh, Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms pointed out, um, the last three mayors, all their mothers' names are Sylvia. Oh wow! Well, let's go ahead and open up a chicken spot, then. Yeah, right. We need the <laughs> Sylvias in Atlanta, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Kasim Reed, her and uh, Dre, um, mom, all name are Sylvia. So. Um, if the next mayor's last name, I mean, mama name is Sylvia, we'll know something's up. Um, <laughs> so, but that was that was a little cute fun fact. I thought that was nice. Um, uh, anyway, um, uh, I'm gonna start with Miss Felicia Moore. Okay, first of all, Felicia, we appreciate and I appreciate all the service that you have given to this city over the last twenty plus years. You have obviously dedicated yourself to Atlanta, whether we agree or disagree with every single thought and action or vote that you have. That's irrelevant. The point is, is that you obviously care about the city and uh, you want to see it do well. Um, with that, you did lose. And I think knowing how to lose is a very important thing. Um, Stacey Abrams definitely showed us how to do that and how to come back Yep. Um, from that. And the way you leave sometimes makes people more uh, ready and excited to have you come back because had Stacy been a sore loser, I don't think that we would have um, welcomed her back with open arms, and she also would not have been able to continue to fight and flip Georgia in the presidential election and um and the uh, Senate uh, right. election. So I think that that's important to just remember. As much as we may be mad and upset, you got to hold your your composure. Because that's a part of being a leader. Mm -hmm. um, you you can't be the one falling out. Now, also, my issue is not only did you make that video saying the stuff to Ti and all of that, but ma'am, 
I'm gonna need you to be in like a nice office. Don't be in your car and it's shit all in the back seat. <laughs> and you wearing a t-shirt. That shit pissed me <laughs> off. Okay, out of all the places you could have sent that video from, that's where you did it. Clean out the goddamn car first or something. I was like, what the Girl. fuck is she doing? <laughs> Girl. All this shit in the back seat. Oh my god! And what kind of t-shirt do you have on? A family reunion? What, what is going on? Just came put from one five of them and below. Uh, pantsuit jackets on. <laughs> Bitch, you ain't lying though. You. So I was so mad. I was. I know she didn't over there talking shit, sitting in the damn car. <laughs> And the car got shit all in the back. I was like, man, I was like, Nick, then it look like that bitch ain't even washed her face. Bitch, you that's what I'm saying. Head. I was embarrassed for fat girls because I'm like, girl, the sweat on the second chin is showing, and you can't do that. I was so damn mad because that's just not like how you present yourself, yeah. especially in that type of thing. And like Kirby said, it's the big girls because that's that's something else we'll talk about later. In the show, but you know when you when you one of the big girls and you out there like that, you got to make your your image even tighter. And for you to come in there and, and sit in sit in that damn car, <laughs> we're working. Like big mama and her arm burning and shit. Stop it! Yeah, like you, you know, ran outside and you out there mad, and then you talking shit, and it's like, come on now, how this fuck outside? Like it ain't even. It's not even how outside. But it looked very hot and toasty. She looked at, <laughs> she looked like she had a lot going on. Does like she you out like, running errands and you was right. like, let me talk shit. Let me talk. Let me let me address T.I. real quick. You know, like, no, ma'am. I'm going to need you to set this up, right? Get a ring light. Sit in your office. You know, anyway, I'm going to move on from that. But that's the first thing that had pissed me off. And clean out your goddamn car. All that shit sitting in the back. <laughs> it's the holiday time. People breaking in cars. Okay, no, um, I'm weak. Secondly, Ti, Ti, if you don't sit all the way the fuck down, okay, I never am going to tell people to stay out of politics because I think that is very disrespectful. It is your American right to be involved in the political system in this country. If you are a citizen, you have a right to be involved, to voice your opinions and all of that. But for you to sit up here on Al Gore and Beyonce's internet Not Beyonce, baby. and tell people that celebrities run Atlanta? Nigga, no the fuck y'all don't. Y'all don't. Musicians and creators. You don't run Atlanta. You, you, have, you are... We we create a lot of a culture in Atlanta, a heartbeat in Atlanta, but we don't fucking run Atlanta, and I think that's very clear. <laughs> okay, um, because if we ran Atlanta, a lot of shit wouldn't be going on in Atlanta. Um, if you run Atlanta, go tell Buckhead to sit down. I bet you can't mm -hmm. do that. Mm -mm. I bet you can't do that, can you? I bet you can't walk your ass up in that police. Um, uh, precinct and tell them what the fuck to do. He might can because I mean, let him police that ghetto. See, like the police is they not. arrested his ass coming in his own fucking neighborhood. You don't run shit, but y'all wasn't so. that letter though. He that, I forgot I, about uh, that. Clayton, now that's different. No, 
that was that was, was that was Henry County. They were yeah, acting Henry up. Played he, I, let me tell you something. I don't know. If you run Atlanta, do you think Henry County going to arrest you? They might. Henry County that. is different. Nah, if you if you so powerful, if you are so all powerful that you run the 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 capital city of the state. Little Henry County police gonna be able to just arrest you. I mean, and do I get all that? But you ain't you. You're not as powerful as you think you are. And and stop thinking that you speak mm. for the people. The people have not elected you. <laughs> you ain't lying. That's an part of, and that and that's my point. You can speak all day, but you don't speak for us. We did not elect nobody in Georgia has ever cast a ballot that has said that Clifford Harris <laughs> is an elected official to speak for the people. We have never done that. Now, your homegirl Keisha and them might be bringing you up there to come stand by her, but we ain't tell her to do that either. Sure didn't. Okay, so uh, uh, I, I, I think that sometimes my issue with Ti and those um like it to him is that not that they have an opinion not that they speak not that they um you know use their platform to try to do positive things my issue comes when you lose sight of the fact that you don't speak for us mm -hmm. you speak for yourself mm -hmm. okay and you you speak from your experience furthermore T.I. and all y'all, y'all ain't lived in our tax bracket in circumstances in a long time. Mm, that's so, hard. Okay, yeah. so in a long periodically time. <laughs> so, <laughs> not sure if you even know what's going on over here, you know, and so that, that that's another reason you can't speak for me. But yeah, so that's my other issue. Stop acting like y'all run shit and you really don't. Maybe you feel like you do. Maybe you do. But from where I'm sitting, there's a lot of shit going on that you don't control. Mm -hmm. It's yeah, a bunch of hood boogers that follow behind him, and he think that they are important to the political landscape of Atlanta when they are not. I mean, yeah, I mean, and and, and not to liken him all the way to this person, but R. Kelly felt like he was untouchable for a long time too because he kept getting off, and maybe because you just somehow skated skated past these last <laughs> legal. You issues. said it right. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you feel a little untouchable. I don't know, but. Anybody can get in touch. All of us, none of us are above getting touched. But anyway, I'm gonna move on past Ti because and and uh the rest of them uh uh pseudo uh governmental celebrity people um you know y'all stay stay on top of things but chill like just remember you're you're not an elected official so you know you don't speak for the city you don't come on and say. You know that this is what we said because we ain't say that shit. Ain't nobody done called over the TI and said, "Get on the line and speak for us." Okay, speak for yourself. Um, expeditiously, expeditiously. So um, the other thing I just want to say is like Andre, like I hope you paying attention and you looking at all of this and that you're gonna do better. Mm -hmm. I hope that you know you celebrate you know be be happy with but understand this comes with a lot of work and i want you to do the work um you know don't don't be a i ain't even gonna say a name be an obama you know what i'm saying and what i say by that is put it all on there don't leave nothing behind even when it's hard when you look at obama how he looked when he first came in the office and how he looked when he came out 
Y'all see, oh, he done aged like 20 years. He aged. You know, but he put that work in. And we appreciated that. You know, he might not have did everything, but he, he fought a lot. But um, I don't, I don't want somebody just being mayor just so they can say they the mayor. Yeah. You know, I want somebody to be the mayor. I think y'all not to understand mayor is not just a noun, it's a verb. It's something you get up every day and do. Yeah. And so I'm gonna go ahead and step off my soapbox because we got another person that likes to do, and that is somebody who's trying to come back on our um radar or really never left from our radar because even after um a devastating defeat that was really election that was stolen and unfair, um she stayed true to the game. Mm -hmm. And hello, Gubna is what she's trying to get back to. Yeah, Jazzy. You're going to let us know about what's going on with our good sis. Listen, so Democrat Stacey Abrams, and let me just say how proud I am of her. I'm, I'm very proud of her. I'm, I'm, I'm proud how she carries herself in the media. I'm just proud of sis overall. Let me let me read my, read my article, mm-hmm. y'all. It, it just make my heart warm up when I see her. And then when I heard she said she was running for governor, I'm like, bitch, I need Stacey number Stacey. <laughs> Bitch, I want to put some signs up. Uh, what you need me to do? You need me to take grandmama and them to the uh polls. What we doing, Stacy? I need a, a contact with how I can help uh get her elected as governor. But let me let me let me go, y'all. So she announced Wednesday <laughs> she's running for governor of Georgia in 2022, which is setting the stage for a possible rematch against the current governor, Republican Brian Kemp, who narrowly beat Abrams in 2018. And it's and it's um I've heard, and I'm not sure if Vernon Jones with his clown ass and his foolery is supposed to be running as a Republican for governor against Kemp. And then also we have Sonny Perdue, who also may be running as um, a a Republican candidate against Kemp uh, for governor as well. So that's something to keep your eyes a lookout on. Um, Her entrance into the contest keeps the political spotlight on Georgia, which has become one of the most competitive and closely watched states in the nation, especially when we got um, Uncle Raphael Warnock in there for the uh, Senate. And y'all know he going to have to run for his spot again um, mm-hmm. coming up in this, uh, coming up in an election soon. Um, Abrams, who is a former Democratic leader in the Georgia House, has emerged as a vocal voting rights advocate on the national stage and she rose to prominence in the 2018 race, representing for some a possible future of the Democratic Party. Um, she ultimately lost the election to Kemp by a margin of just 1.4 percent uh, points, which was the closest Georgia gubernatorial race. I'm, I'm glad I said I pronounced that right because y'all know yes, I'm looking the word um, <laughs> in, in decades. Um she now when she lost she refused to concede that election citing what she called voter suppression on behalf of Kemp who was the oversee who had who was then overseeing the election as secretary of state which he denied you know voter uh suppression which pissed me off because how the fuck are you the secretary of the state who's responsible for running elections but you running as governor mm-hmm. and then our then clown ass governor should have appointed someone in his place um, as he was running for, that's that's the only proper and appropriate thing to do. And that's how I feel like they stole that motherfucking election from, from her. 
Um, so she stated um, in an interview with Fox 5, she's running for governor because of opportunity in our state shouldn't be determined by zip code, background, or access to power. I love sis. I, I'm going to be voting for sis. Um, I hope people pay attention to what's going on. But another thing that Auntie Kirby and Auntie Nick kind of brought up too is appearance in politics. How does your your physical appearance, what you wear, your hair, your makeup, how you present yourself, how does that affect how people who vote for you or who wants to vote for you? Um, I think this go around, I think she was, I think she was, I think she was fairly presentable last time. And I felt like I could relate to Stacy, but she need a stylist. I, I need, I need to see her, um, I need to see her her outfits elevated. I need to see something more from her. So what, what y'all think about her running? What y'all think about how you present yourself and what you wear and makeup and hair? What y'all thinking? Kirby? So I'm definitely in agreement there. And Stacey don't look bad. Let me start with that. And let me also start with no, she I am not necessarily trying to do the riding along with like sexist behavior and making it seem like you know women have to be a certain way or look a certain way so on and so forth but what I am saying as a professional because I'm a real estate agent there is a way that you do have to present yourself in certain situations in order to be convincing sometimes the biggest impression that you make on people is how you look and how you present yourself. So if I walk around in my pajamas with my hair not done, how am I going to get a household? Because they like, girl, like you didn't even take the time to get dressed today. Like, are you actually at work? Are you here? Are you present? So I say that to say this. Stacey is a beautiful lady. And Lane Bryant is not where she needs to be shopping. And I feel like a lot of the outfits that she was putting on was like stereotypical big girl. Because, of course, the fashion industry oftentimes don't fuck with us like that. Um, you've got options and like Auntie Jazzy was saying like a stylist would be really really good because even I say for myself my stylist is Auntie Nick and um, one of our uh, aunties of the week <laughs> flick like sometimes <laughs> they see things that would look good on me or makeup that would look good on me that I would not naturally gravitate towards but once I try it on I'm like oh this looks good this is like yeah. this is elevating my look like this looks great so taking some advice like Auntie Stacy. Let's get rid of that berry lip. Your hair looks great. We want you to keep it natural because we need people to know what time it is. But I'm going to need you to change out some of them colors. We need some some soft blues and some um, and some peach and some cream. Um, I would like for you to get rid of most of the red in your uh, and purple in your uh, in your, you know, uh, in your closet or whatever. And give us a six inch heel. Like, I know, oh. I know it's hard out here. Um but let's leave them two and two and a half inch and belows in the closet. Let me get three, four, five, six. Let these people know that you're not playing out here. Keep you a pair of little flats rolled up in your purse because I know what time it is. I'm a big girl too. But, you know, show us some flavor. Show us some pizzazz. You know, the same thing happened with uh, our forever first lady, Mich uh, uh, Michelle Obama. She came in the game looking like, you know, black mother of the year. Y'all know what I'm talking about. But as she got deeper into her time as first lady, like they really started like styling her and really dressing her for her body and for her stature and getting that hair bumped and curled and bouncy and barrel curls, curls, curls everywhere. And we she saw her at the inauguration last year. She was stunting on them people to the, mm -hmm. to the point that like 
folks were recreating the look and I actually I shop at a place called Eloquy and they recreated her look like the the long jacket, the blouse, on and the and the uh and the pomegranate colored pants. Like I have a whole outfit that looks like that. It is super fly. Like I'm very excited about it. So I'm excited about Stacy running again. I'm excited about kicking that white boy's ass. Um I'm just I'm I'm looking forward to it, but I want you to elevate so you can really, really get the people like the people that are not bright enough to understand politics, get them on your side. Yep. All right, Miss Coco, what you think? Um, I'm gonna keep it really short and simple. I agree, I agree, I agree. But uh, <laughs> I agree on everything, but I was watching this show on Amazon um called Harlem with Megan Good and a couple more other people, and it's oh. uh it's good, y'all should watch it. Um, it's uh, it's this lady she's running to become mayor or something, and she uh was like she had to get a makeover, and she was like, you know, I didn't know fashion and politics was really a thing, but it was crazy because I know we had talked about um this during pre-production, and I was like, it's it's really a thing, uh, because sometimes y'all be looking like I don't know. Like, <laughs> And I mean, Kemp looked dead anyway. There's nothing. Yeah, like we ain't worried about him. <laughs> but it's like for you, Auntie Stacy, you know, our 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 ride or die, our love. Like we need you to, you know, you're gonna have to do it. You know, you're gonna have to. We could be we, we, we could be big and fly. I know, because I'm a prime example. You know, I'm like, I don't step out the house unless I'm fly. But anyway, it's not about me. But um, but yeah, I just can't wait to see how it goes and. You know, hopefully somebody is on the same, you know, side that we own and we see her come out with them earth tones and that and that coral and that nude and we're gonna be like, Yes, Auntie, yes. So I mean, I think we all with it. I mean, and like honestly, I would love to see Stacy in a sleek black suit. Ooh. Something really slick. Yeah. Um, done. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like even just keeping it simple like that. Um, some some amazing rap dresses and things of that. It, but anyway, a stylist will, will, will work all of it out. But I don't want people to think that we're being shallow. Understand that image is a lot of what politics is, and that goes for the men as well. Um, I want to take y'all back as a makeup artist. One thing that a lot of us know about is that um, the male politicians wear a lot of makeup. They mm-hmm. sure do. Um, they have to understand that we live in a in a televised photographed society and bad look conveys certain things to people and things don't look the same in hd tv and photographs that they do in person um so somebody might look great in person but it doesn't translate on film so um in 1960 before the 1960 elections kennedy versus nixon y'all we started televising the debates you remember that Yes, so, well, we weren't there, but yeah, we no, there, but yeah, <laughs> remember that. Um, so Nixon declined the use of a makeup artist, Kennedy did too, but Kennedy was like a Greek bronze god, god at the time, so he didn't need it. But Nixon was an older man, he had been sick, and guess what? He had all those like y'all know how white people skin kid now, it, he looked real sick, he had a bunch of age spots. He had a bunch of like green and all that you know like, white people get when they sit. Um, wrinkles, shiny. He looked bad. Pale. And under those lights and then those cameras, and they didn't even have HD cameras back then, y'all. That's how bad it was. That's how bad he looked. And oh, he people looked was like, like 
ugh, you know, he looks like a sick old dying man to them, you know, and a lot of people said it cost him the election. Mm. You know, um, that is how it's the, that is an example of in politics why those things are so important because as a voter, you see that and what does that say to you? You know, this doesn't say like, wow, this is a strong person that I want. So same thing um, on the women's side, you know, image, not unfortunately, because it does a lot of good. It it, it says something. Also, image helps you as a person. Mm -hmm. When you look good and feel good, you you can, you know, act good. You can perform well. Um, you know, when you have on a, a everybody know when you put on that outfit that just look and feel right and you feel confident and, and good and your hair and your makeup and your nails and everything is good, you're ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, I just want that to translate. Um, I appreciate that she does put some effort in, but I feel like it just needs to be fine-tuned. You know, that's all. She's a beautiful woman. It just the whole image just needs to get fine tuned so that it, it is putting out exactly what it needs to because she she does amazing work. Just needed to represent that. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I'm glad that she came back to run for governor. I think we all are. I hope that a lot of people who did not show up for her the first time show up this time. Um, Jazzy and I, I know for a fact, we were like debating people down about them not voting. Boy, what? Boy, I and we were just surprised. <laughs> I ain't gonna even lie. I, I want to goddamn as as Auntie uh, Coco said, get my five minutes on the grass. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was people who we really couldn't believe weren't voting um, in local or uh, national elections because huh. it affected them the most. You know, with, with your Hispanic latin however you uh latino however you identify as how you yeah <laughs> it just it was just really weird that they weren't um interested in that and didn't and just didn't seem to care and also some people who worked for the state at the time um not voting for governor i'm like how when that's our boss right right <laughs> like if you don't vote for anything else you should vote for governor that that's who's making decisions about us but anyway that's how disconnected some people are from politics but because some people may be disconnected from politics, but they connect with Stacy. I feel like that may be enough to get them to get up and get to the polls. So we'll keep our eye on that. Jazzy, you going to keep us updated? I sure will. All right. And speaking of keeping us updated, Coco, you have done an amazing job keeping us updated on this Ahmad Arbery trial. Yeah. Um, well, not his trial. Excuse me. Let me not say that. The trial in, in relation to his murder. Yeah. Um, because I think we got to stop doing that. Um, he is not on trial. Yeah. Um, but um, it has come to a close for now. And I mean, this has just been a roller coaster of emotions, but let us know what happened uh, while we were on the break. Okay, so we got that W, we got that victory. Yes, we did. So on Wednesday, November 24th, Travis McMichael, his father Gregory McMichael, and their homeboy, William Bryant, was found um, bit bit guilty, you know what I'm saying, of murdering Ahmad Arbery. All three of them are facing up to life in prison. Um, and they were also indicted on separate federal charges, including a hate crime, a yep. kid- kidnapping, and they are due to stand trial for those charges in February of 2022. 
Mm -hmm. Um, So in the wake of their conviction, uh, people are also looking for the DA or former DA, Miss yep. Jackie Johnson with her bald head, stupid ass, yep. um, to be <laughs> prosecuted, to be uh, convicted as well. Um, because, you know, uh, Gregory Michael or Mick Michael uh, worked in her office um, I think until 2019 when he retired. So when they murdered Ahmad, they contacted her, well, Gregory contacted her and left her voicemail saying that, um, how him and his son was involved in the shooting and they needed advice. Then also Glenn County police officers look, seek out her advice from her as well, which is the uh, main reason why people, it, people believe that it took 74 days before an arrest was made. Yep. Um, and also preventing a trial. So Miss Jackie Johnson, I was going to say something mean, but I'm not, was indicted on September 2nd for violating her oath for violating her oath and then also hindering law enforcement by directing that Travis McMichael not be arrested, even though the state law um, basically said that he should. And of course she wasn't reelected to be the DA. And of course she is denying any wrongdoing and said that this, that was uh, a lie. They're lying on her. So, as of now, there hasn't been a, a trial set or any other updates regarding her, but I'm going to keep a lookout for her bald head ass, because she knows she was wrong. <laughs> like, for real. Like, you know you were wrong. And then you want to talk about people is lying on you. Bitch, ain't nobody lied on your stupid ass, but um, I am happy. I am excited that they uh, got convicted for murdering him, and I wish them the worst. And I'm happy about their despise. I know that's wrong, y'all, but y'all just don't understand. Um, they really almost got away with murdering him, even though it was a clear video of them murdering him as he, you know, took his job. But y'all got any thoughts or, you know, commentary about the situation? Kirby? Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Um, y'all can go straight to hell. Congratulations. Again. Right. Ow, yes. Um... I'm so glad they found them motherfuckers guilty, and I and I was watching the trial, and I'm just and it's and it's crazy because um, what's the third dude's name? Uh, um, Brian William Brian, Brian convicted Brian ass white man. Exactly. Um, <laughs> his attorney and his attorney was the cause of a whole bunch of motherfucking ruckus when he stood up and he was saying, well, "How many how many more uh black pastors do we need to have in the courtroom?" All along. We had exactly. We had uh, Reverend Al Sharpton, who I don't even think he has a church in Georgia. You know, he's standing up, making up all these fucking comments, trying to get the judge to, oh, this is going to affect the jury and how the jury makes their decision. Sir, sit down. He kept trying to get the goddamn trial. Uh, uh, he kept trying to ask him for a mistrial. Sir, have a seat. They did everything. It's all on video. They did this shit. They had no business out there running him down in fucking 2020 talking about uh, he was committing crimes in the neighborhood. And then, furthermore, the crimes they was talking... Y'all, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna try not to be long. People was breaking in houses. Not breaking in. They was breaking in cars. And they was walking on fucking uh, um, construction sites. White people. Children. What, what crimes... They put somebody up there... 
oh, I, my kids, they, they couldn't go outside. And, oh, we had to tell them to go in the house. They couldn't play. And, oh, and this is just, you know, I, I didn't grow up like this when I was growing up in this town. Man, listen, you and these white tears, y'all acting like them motherfuckers was down there pillaging, plundering, killing, <laughs> raping, and doing all the shit. I watched the trial, so I'm like, this shit is just, is this a show? Is this a, a, a movie? What what the fuck? Okay. But y'all, y'all done got y'all's. I'm gonna watch that sentencing. Come and get this work. The prosecutor, come get this work, because you know you weren't supposed to be doing none of that shit you did, and you finna have a seat too. I just, I just can't wait. I'm excited. I'm so glad they found the motherfuckers not guilty. I mean, not guilty. Oh Lord, guilty. <laughs> if they would have found, <laughs> we know what you mean. We know what you meant. <laughs> Look, cause I'm going on and on. I'm trying to make sure if they would have found the motherfuckers not guilty, mm -mm. Mm. the revolution would have been televised, and I'm done. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, um, I guess I'm gonna keep it short too. Um. <laughs> Fuck all them. Um, and um, I mean, I think that I, everybody saw what they needed to see in this yeah. trial. I think even like the little nuances, like with the with the attorney with her stupid ass, um, sitting up Ooh, there talking girl. about his toenails and stuff Ooh, like, girl. you know, little things that just you would think are like, why would you say that? But it, it, it's they try to use these things to paint pictures of us that scare people um and and that's another way that racism works but anyway um i'm glad that the, the the verdict came out the way it needed to now um i don't want people to sit back keep your eyes open because we need these sentences yep yep um to to make sense too we don't need people going home um on probation and we're getting too short of sentences for taking this man's life for for yeah hunting him down and killing him um I, I think that that video is still very chilling to me it is. as someone who grew up liking to take walks in the neighborhood with my mother and my mom still goes for a walk every day with my niece uh, my youngest niece and just to think that they could be walking you know yesterday my niece was kicking leaves that that was the highlight of her day on the walk kicking leaves and someone can come and just decide because they don't like black people that day that they would kill them you know how how terrified they would be in those final moments and and, and it still breaks my heart to to see clips of that video and see that they did that you know and that he his final moments were was that yeah you know, and, and I hope that the sentence when when they hand it out, all those things are considered. Yeah. Um, because it's it's just not over. And the, this is one incident that is being highlighted of something that happens all the time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's that's where I'm gonna leave that. Um, Coco, keep us updated on whatever comes next, girl. Gotcha, gotcha. And and all your um, depictions of all these people is right on point. They <laughs> asses and they stupid asses. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, something else that's bald headed and stupid. COVID still ain't went nowhere. Baby, it's been a minute, but it's time for a COVID update. And Coco, I think you got that for us too. 
first and foremost, I need for you all to work your mask. <laughs> work your mask. It's very important for you and your family to wear your mask. I can't. <laughs> okay, but anyway, so we have a new variant called Omicron. I think I said that right. Right. AKA Omicron, aka Omarion, um, <laughs> is scientifically known as B.1.1529. Right. Um, and before, so before late November, it was very little known about that variant until um, South African officials reported to WHO, which is also known as the World Health Organization, um, that they had cases of Omicron. Um, well, people tested positive for COVID-19, the variant Omicron. Um, and it comes with a lot of concerns, just like the other ones before it. But this, they have a little higher concerns about this one uh, because there's a large number of mutations. Um, it's the increase of a reinfection. And then also it has been detected at faster rates than the other variants. Um, the first case was found in California, you know, outside of what in the United States, it was in California. Um, but it's also been found in New York, Missouri, Pennsylvania, Colorado, Minnesota, Hawaii, and Nebraska. And the, uh, symptoms include flu-like symptoms, a dry cough, fever, night chills, it's wet, and a lot of body pain. And it's supposed to be very severe for those who are older and mild for those who are in their 20s and 30s. And yes, people who were vaccinated, definitely. Um, it's been cases where people were vaccinated that, you know, they tested positive for the variant. So, like I said, bar your man. Because <laughs> y'all think y'all finna be out here doing Christmas time? No, y'all finna sit y'all ass down, but I, this goes to say, maybe we need to shut it down again, because I'm not understanding. Nobody want to work they mask. <laughs> Nobody want to be six feet apart. Everything is open. You got goddamn NFL players lying about being vaccinated. And, you know, we need to be shut down. Clearly, <laughs> when we open, we don't, we, don't, we don't got no damn sense. So it's like, if people are doing all of this... We, it's gonna be so many variants, baby. What you said, Kirby? COVID, COVID is set tripping. Oh, absolutely. COVID been set tripping, <laughs> like, and I think that the media is helping COVID to set trip. But that's a yeah. whole nother conversation. But I don't know what we're gonna do, y'all, about this goddamn Omarion variant because yeah. this shit is looking like it's about. All to I be. know is that none of y'all should do do do. Touch me. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> touch. But, but touch me. I might have to give you a little bump, bump, bump. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Y'all silly. But honestly, I think it's just life is coming in full circle. Like it's coming because I think around this time, what, two years ago was when, you know, we started to see COVID and people getting the flu-like symptoms and, you know, they had to shut us down what, in March. And, you know, it's cold outside, you know, that most, um, uh, I guess, sick viruses, you know, they just, they, they have a field day in the wintertime because it's cold. And I don't know, y'all. What the fuck y'all think? Because I'm sick of COVID. Jazzy? 
I'm I'm over COVID. Um, I'm just. It's like every time you turn around, it's just it's it's something new with this new with this bullshit. And uh, y'all motherfuckers need to wash your hands too because you, <laughs> you hoes are still going in these public restrooms, not washing your hands. You flushing and you hit a door open. Like, and, and we see y'all digging in your booty, sniffing your fingers. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? You hoes is still motherfucking uncouth out this bitch. Like, <laughs> like, you know, it's just I'm I'm over it though. I just I just make sure I wear my mask, you know, wear your mask and um wash my hands, hand sanitizer, keep my Lysol spray. Cause I'm I'm just over it. And you know, um, Coco, I don't think we I don't think they're gonna shut this motherfucker Hell down. No. It's it's a lot of shit. That uh, that's still fucked up. Gas. I don't know if that bitch done went down. No. Uh, they still having issues with moving shit from the ports and stores is running out of shit. All just all type of shit. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll shut it down again. But I think people still think this shit is a game, and it's not a game, y'all. These um, people from the Caucasus Mountains done uh got in the lab and mixed some shit up together and then unleashed it, and the shit done mutated and multiplied. And, and and been died, lied, and laid to the fried, and so I don't know. I, don't know, I don't just got tongue tied, but goddamn, y'all, I'm I'm over. I'm over it. That's it. I'm I'm over it. Oh dang, Kirby, where you at? I just want COVID to pick a pick a seat and sit okay. the fuck down. Like I, I'm really really tired. Like COVID at like it's the wing spot. We got 50 flavors for you hoes. You want the honey barbecue COVID? You want the honey lemon pepper? You want the teriyaki? You want the Thai chili? You want some Carolina gold? Some Jamaica jerk COVID? Whatever. We got you, dog. We got you. Now it's an extra 50 cent. You know what I'm saying? If you want all flats or if you want all drums and we got the blue cheese that make you go. <coughs> so you know what I'm saying. We got you. It's it's tiring. I um I'll say that I've done what I need to do mm-hmm. to try to uh to try to keep that thing away. I mind my business. I still wear my mask. Oh um, oh, you doing what you you, you supposed, to do. supposed to be doing? Yeah, yeah I'm doing what I'm supposed to. Be what you supposed to be? Hey, I can't. Yeah, and I just I stay away from people. I carry rapid tests with me because I don't want to get nobody sick. Um, I, you know, I just I don't have the energy for it anymore. Like honestly, just a transparent and vulnerable moment. Like COVID tore my life up in 2020, and not because I necessarily got sick, but I had a lot of people to die. Um, and then my anxiety levels. I'm still coming down off of 2020, and we at the end of 2021. Like. I am mentally, emotionally tired of all of this shit. And like I was saying earlier, like the media don't help. I think because Trump is out of office, they like, well, here's something we can jump on to scare the fuck out of people and get them to click and views and so on and so forth. Like, honestly, like them people been saying, this shit is endemic. Like, it's not going away. Like, our lives have literally changed permanently. So whether it's everybody getting vaccinated or folks minding their damn business or like Auntie Jazzy said, wash your motherfucking hands, you nasty assholes. You know, y'all just gonna have to figure it out. It's not gonna be no different than the cold. And until, you know, we continue to evolve and do what we're supposed to do, COVID finna be wreaking havoc. And then on top of that, what I think is interesting, earlier on in the Pandaresha, everybody was like, yeah, you know, all of these different variants, this, and go ahead and get your vaccinations on and so forth. And I'm not declaring war on vaccinated people by any stretch of imagination, but I find it mighty motherfucking funny that now people that are vaccinated are having maybe not as many cases, but it's a lot of breakthrough cases considering it's like, 
I know we lab rats. Can't nobody tell me otherwise. But damn, like, if I'm not mistaken, them Omicron cases that happened in South Africa, two out of the three people that they found were vaccinated. I'm like, yeah, and I get it. You know, it's no different than the vaccinations for polio, measles, mumps, rubella. Like, that don't mean you can't catch it. You're just not going to have symptoms. But it's like, dog, like, what are y'all doing? Um, So I'm just, ah, Lord, we come to you heads bowed and body bent. We so tired. Please <laughs> just get us up out of the pandaresha. That's okay. all I got. Amen. Um, I mean, I think you said it, and and that and that that brings me to just reminding people: stop thinking that a vaccination is a cure. You guys, it does not right. cure you. A vaccination is one layer of Swiss cheese, and and layers and layers of Swiss cheese, which y'all know has holes in it, that can help in this thing. It's not to say you vaccinated and you could just be out here. Doing what you want because you need to do what, Coco? Wear your mask. <laughs> Please wear your mask. Please. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny to me. But um, yeah, I mean, th- this stuff is, is crazy. Like you said, people ain't where they supposed to be. Um <laughs> it, it, it is really crazy. All these things going on with the with these pandarishas as Auntie Kirby call them. Uh, it, it is r- ridiculous. But I will say that I want to just shout out the internet, black internet, because we have a way of just... I, I love comedy. <laughs> and I think Coco was talking about how, you know, dark comedy comes from a dark place sometimes, you know. <laughs> and in the midst of all of this, I still have to laugh. And yeah. the fact that y'all immediately started calling this uh, new variant the Omarion, and and yeah. making all these memes, y'all. They put Omarion's dance move from the Omarion challenge uh, on uh, 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 instead of the little thing sticking out. It was Omarion. <laughs> was, I've been cracking up. Um, it, it, I, I just appreciate it because I, I gotta have a, a comedic relief with all this stuff. Like Auntie Kirby said, we had a lot of loss in the last year. Um, yeah due to COVID, um, a lot of people have passed on, and then some people have not, but they're still very much so affected by it and not back to where they were before they yep. contracted COVID. Um, you know, we ready for COVID to get up out of here. Um, y'all, please wear your mask. <laughs> do what you need to do. Be like Little things that we asking that you can do, washing your hands, wearing your mask, not going places that you don't absolutely have to be at, um, keeping social distance when possible, um, being honest about your status. Um, that's another big thing. If you're not vaccinated, just say that, you know, but, but don't, don't start uh, adding to the risk for other people because you're not being honest and forthcoming. Um, you're going to find yourself getting, um, um, sued, having people come and telling you, dropping off pe- pieces of paper saying you got served. Oh, hell no! And, oh, actually, Nick, I died. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> yeah, it, but it's because these symptoms is crazy. Like I said, you know, they said one of the main symptoms is people feel like they have heart palpitations. They said they got an ice box where their heart used to be, and people Stop. not trying to deal with this kind of stuff. People trying to live. Okay, do it for little saint. Woo! If you don't do it for us, do it for little saint. Exactly. <laughs> I'm tired. Do we it for foolish. little saint. 
no. Okay. We do it for the site. Y'all don't can stop coming out here all on Marcus Houston's internet acting up, talking about <laughs> y'all outside. <laughs> and outside is killing us. <laughs> Go back inside your own house, please. And jobs. Um, jobs. Let these people work from home. Let them telework. We all yeah. office doing what? I can't even go to my co-worker office anyway. I can't have family in the office. So why I'm here? And they're tripping about, oh, we paying this rent at this office or we, we don't do well. Don't pay. Uh, uh, collaborating. <laughs> we need to collaborate. So we need to be next to each other. Let me tell you something. Collaborate these nuts. Okay. Yeah. That part. We don't do no more work at work than we do at home. We be okay. fucking up at our desk at work too. So just send us home. Yep. These folks out here uh, trying to hit people with trash cans, and uh, oh, 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 I'm done. But I'm just realizing how many songs Omarion had. Okay, um, you a fool. (laughs) Like oh, so y'all want to hit people with trash cans? Okay, you know. uh, Y'all want to send us back out here into the into the danger, um, the danger zone for what? Y'all paying rent on these buildings? Ain't nobody tell you to do that. That's that's what the fuck y'all got going on. And y'all done had um, plenty of time to break them leases and figure something out. Yep. Shit. But see, know. they didn't want the commercial real estate. Just a quick tip: they didn't want the commercial real estate industry to collapse. That's a big part of that too. That's another. Because a lot of people make a lot of money off of that, and they trying to keep us moving because that's how they make their money when we sit still they stop making money mm-hmm. and and that and that's the the real tea on why you know these folks need to keep us in motion um why they sit at home right because they be the fuck they, at they, the crib yep um these these folks don't know how to act i'm gonna tell you about some other people that don't know how to act though because i don't know if it's because of the Omarion variant in the air or if it's something else. But recently, these men been acting a goddamn fool. Specifically black men. Specifically. And and it ain't new. They've been doing it for a long periodically time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> recently, we done had some highlights. And I just want to share some things with y'all about what's been going on, okay? Um, y'all know everybody was celebrating the Braves, you know, win for the Super Bowl and everything like that. Well, back on May 29th, um, Marcelo Zuna was a, a Braves player, and he was arrested after the, a domestic violence incident with his wife in their home in Sandy Springs, okay? Um, the police body cam video has now been released, and that's why this is coming back up because it showed the moment the officer entered the residence and witnessed Marcel Ozuma putting his hands around his wife's neck. Okay, you see the officer come in and says, "Let her go," and and put your, you know put your hands up, and he just immediately let her go and put his hands up. Um, allegedly, while his wife was in the shower, Marcel came in the bathroom and took both of her phones because he was suspicious of her cheating on him, and the situation escalated from there. Um, keep in mind, he just signed a $64 million contract this year. He had a lot to lose. Um, apparently, his wife of 10 years, this is something I want to point out to y'all. 
was arrested about a year ago for putting her hands on him. Oh, wow. All right. They've so, to me, this looked like uh, just an unhealthy, unsafe relationship, and they both need to get some kind of help. Mm-hmm. Okay. And something in my spirit, when you see the video, if you watch the police cam video, um, when the officer comes in and says, let her go, the way the, the I'm going to say the mother, the way the wife reacted, my spirit said, this some shit y'all do. Yep. <laughs> because of her whole like, yeah, get, you know, it was like one of those, like, yeah, get him. He trying to show me. And it's like, girl, help is here. Chill out. <laughs> but it's just like that whole, I'm going to get you, you going to get me thing. It, I don't know how to explain it, but my spirit told me, oh, they on that bullshit. Yep. Um, and so I think they both need to get some kind of help. But this has me thinking about the history of domestic violence with athletes, basically. Y'all know Zach Stacy recently we talked about here on the podcast, who was just seen on video beating the dog shit out of his child's mother um, in their home, allegedly because he suspected her of cheating. He threw that lady to the rings of Saturn. Yeah. It, it, it was crazy. Um, he did the Omarion um, challenge on her face. Oh my God. Yeah, like, that shit was ridiculous and you thought it was, it was because he suspected her of cheating uh, we've seen other candid camera video moments of violence like this with some other players um, in past in recent years and it's starting to look like if you want to be in a relationship with an athlete you better be able to take a good right hook because sis you get your ass beat um, I just want to start by saying if you suspect somebody of cheating on you, I don't care if this is male, female, athlete, any other job, um, celebrity, non-celebrity, the the answer is not to have a um, violent confrontation. It's not to put your hands on someone, not to beat someone up. If you need to leave, just leave. If you feel that someone's cheating on you and doing that, just leave them. But to beat them up or hurt them or harm them, that is not the solution and it's not how you should be handling these situations um i am very concerned with this whole like underground seeming like culture of violence in the homes of athletes and the only reason that we see some of it is because it ends up on camera yep was this girlfriend was this a bekisha no this was his wife she's a black woman a wife of 10 years Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. So, but they've had several incidents. Like I said, even just about a year ago, almost to the day, she was arrested for putting her hands on him. So this is, seems to be like a the thing that they do. If y'all want to wrestle, um, take your ass to the WWE. Yeah, you know it, it, it's a lot going on. But if I, if you signed a contract for sixty four million dollars, you don't need to be engaging in stuff like this. Now he's been he was suspended for twenty games, and now I think he, they're letting him go. And so, the, you know, it, it's a lot to lose um, because y'all can't handle yourself. Stop mm-hmm. being stupid, men, okay? And and we'll get on the women at, at another time, but right now we're talking about y'all dudes. $64 million contract just this year. And you over here trying to choke people out and you done got caught. So And, and now you can't back out of it and your wife can't back you out of it because see that happens too when people get caught they want to come back and say oh no it's all right we good no now you on on camera on this with this police officer seeing y'all do it 
Mm-hmm. You know, so now it ain't no backing up. It ain't no, oh, we want to drop the charges now. Nah. And people not realizing that just because you want to drop the charges don't mean that the the, the state is going to drop the charges. Yep, you better mm-hmm. say it. Okay, you can drop yours all day. The DA's office is still going to go. So we'll keep our good eye on this um, as well as the Zach Stacy um, situation going on right now, in which case that lady, we hope she's safe. Um, but women, y'all stop getting in situations like this. Men, stop getting in situations like this. Walk away. Y'all, the best thing to do is when things seem like they get intense, walk away. Run away if you have to. Um, also, in the lineup of um, niggas acting like they ain't got sense, y'all, we have been in, uh, I think for the most part, enjoying some pretty good uh, versus battles. Um <laughs> since COVID um, began. I think it started out as something small and, and now it's a place where we try to bring legends is what it seems like. People want to bring legends, living legends um, together so that we can enjoy a nice, uh, hopefully peaceful battle. Well, I don't know if what y'all think, but when you bring two groups together, one is called Three Six Mafia and one called Bone Thugs and Harmony, something gonna happen. Something almost got to happen. Um, I think I, I've been a fan of, of uh, some material and songs from both of these groups. Um, this was already a weird because they weren't actually out at the same time. Yeah, it's a different time period. They knew what was wrong for that. Yeah, Bone Thugs was definitely way before 3-6 Mafia. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know what that was. There's no <laughs> crossroads for those two groups. <laughs> I'm tired <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna be set man. All right, all right, all right. Um, but Thursday night they had a versus. Um, they was in um LA in the Hollywood Palladium, I think that's how you pronounce it. And they actually had a lot a live audience. You know, sometimes they've been having audiences and sometimes they haven't because of COVID, but this time they actually did have a live audience and the lot and the audience was live as hell. Um there's there are different reports about what started the fight. So I'm saying um, it started when um, Busy Bone called out 3-6 for mocking him while they were performing. Um, and then some words were exchanged and Busy threw something at the other group. Um, some people said it was a bottle. Um, other people say it was because Juicy J um, told Busy that he could suck his dick. And that's what set him off. Um the, what was funny, too, it was funny, but it wasn't funny. Um, y'all know what Bone Thugs and what 3-6 look like physically. Mm-hmm. Um, Busy, I think, you know, even though he's older now, he's always been considered, you know, a pretty handsome dude um, from his younger years. But Busy said, hey, yo, hey, before we even get started, you ugly motherfuckers ain't finna be mocking me while I'm on my motherfucking stage. Bitch, I fell out when he said that shit. <laughs> Whoa, he said that? <laughs> <laughs> he said that um, shit with some bass too. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I just had to laugh because I was like, "Busy really called them ugly." <laughs> the motherfuckers is ugly. He knew he was talking about <laughs> Memphis. Busy said, "Out of everything anybody goes to eat, ugly motherfuckers ain't about to sit here <laughs> talking about me." Um, there was a scuffle. Um, it was broken up. Everybody went backstage. Um, the live stream actually had to pause and they put up a like, do the technical difficulties. Do the <laughs> thing. And everybody was like, whoa, <laughs> like what's going on? Um, a few minutes went by. Like the jokes 
which probably is true. I think they said it was on the Breakfast Club. Uh, they probably went back there because I think they got half of their money up front and then they get half at the end. And I think they went in there and told them, um, bought those and they were busy and them. If y'all don't get y'all ass back there and finish the show, you're not getting your money. <laughs> um, and so Busy actually came back on stage and he apologized. He said, I want to apologize to everybody to fuck out here on both sides. <laughs> Let the party motherfucking going. Let's keep the party motherfucking going. Um, and everybody kind of cheered and you know they they kind of you know dapped it up pretty much and went on and finished the show. Um I don't know. It was already like a little tension between them before the show started because of some comments that they had made um, between each other. It, sometimes, you know, artists are able to do that and it's like it, it's, it's competition, but it's all love. We saw Ja Rule and Fat Joe really go in, but it was, you know, at the end of the day, they, they love each other. They hug their brothers. It was all for the stage. But some people take that shit very seriously. Um, and, and this was one of those things when all these grown old ass men was acting up. Um, but they did have some good cameos. Lil Wayne, Lil Flip, Lil John, all the Lil's, and Terrence Howard came out and even did his heart out here for a pimp. They didn't really talk about none of that other stuff though, because most of you just hear about the fight. But my question is, what in the AARP is going on here? <laughs> um, all y'all ass men out here showing out, y'all ought to be glad that y'all have opportunity to come out and do these things um, because it's not like y'all are just getting booked, you know, every day for these types it's, of things. Except for so, Juicy J. He might be yeah. getting booked. The rest of y'all ain't. And he be producing yeah. shit, so he might be yeah. alright. Yeah, you know, but it's just to have this type of platform and this type of opportunity where you have that many people that log in to see you guys, you know, like the last thing y'all should be doing is sitting up there fighting on stage. That doesn't make people want to book you either to continue things. Um, so yeah, there's that. Also, I just want to touch basis on Jesse Smollett really quick. I'm not going to spend a lot of time. Juicy Smollett. <laughs> Hell Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Juicy Smollier. Mm, yes. Um <laughs> I'm sorry. Um <laughs> I, I'm just thinking about Dave Chappelle now. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, he basically is is back in court. Um, they're finishing up his trial, trying to finish his trial. Um, so y'all know Jesse Smollett, or how do you say it, Kirby? Juicy Smollett <laughs> from Empire, who was doing so great, and then he carried out that weird fake hate crime thing where he was like going to Subway in the middle of the night and said that he was attacked by Donald Trump supporters in MAGA hats and they threw gasoline and put a noose around his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of that was fake. And the two brothers, the two African brothers who actually were hired by Jesse um, testified on Wednesday and Thursday um, in the criminal trial because they did, pr- the, the I think it was Chicago, mm-hmm. press um, criminal tri- uh, charges on him um, for a lot of it because he wasted a lot of their resources and time because they were pursuing this because they thought it was real. Um. It was yeah. real. It was real fake. Huh? It was real. It was real fake. 
It was real fake. They threw him under the bus. They let him know, like, yeah, he planned all this. But the funny thing, you guys, is when you lie and when you making up stuff, you got to do your due diligence and make sure (laughs) that you cover all of your bases. Because what has come out is that there is video footage of these stupid motherfuckers yep. doing a dry run a <laughs> <fucking commercial laughs> the night before. That's why chromosome is powerfully stupid. <laughs> How stupid do he's sick in the head. Like that's just like stealing snacks. There's somebody in my life, I'm not gonna say their name, that used to steal their daddy's snacks, specifically his strawberry ice cream. Yeah. would dig all deep in the carton wouldn't even try to rearrange the ice cream so it don't look like it's been dug in or at least run to the store and get a secondary pack and put it in the freezer and then when that daddy come barreling around the corner where my motherfucking ice cream? you looking scared I learned at a very young age if I want to sneak in the refrigerator at midnight I better make it look like ain't shit happened okay? right. back the way you found you know? it I, if I need to rearrange the grains of rice in the Chinese <laughs> pack it's just foolish <laughs> The other thing I want to point out about this is about why he did it. So allegedly, the reason he did it is because he had gotten some threatening um, letters to the studio of where they sh- shot the show Empire, and he brought it to their attention, and they didn't give it the attention that he felt they should. So he d- decided, I'm going to plan this big thing and make it look like this got even worse, and this was a hate crime on the LGBT community. Um, because, I mean, let's be real, he was getting a lot of hate because um, Empire was showing um, gay male relationships. Um, oh, so you're telling me Lee Daniels didn't give a fuck about your personal situation? <laughs> you know what? Well, I guess I don't know what he expected them to do about it. Like, they can't stop people from writing letters. I don't I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe he felt that they didn't take it as seriously, so he decided that I'm going to up the ante and plan this whole thing and i just wanted y'all to know like because you don't get the response that you want does not give you the authority to go out and do stupid shit like this like sometimes you're just not gonna get the response you want that it we all gotta deal with it but this ain't it dog because now you don't ruin your whole career people don't think about how talented you are because he's very talented singing dancing writing Acting, the the, the Smollett children, period, are all very talented children. Um, But you didn't think about that. You didn't think about how it was going to affect your siblings and their careers either. Very selfish. You know who else is selfish? Tristan Thompson, baby. He T Rash Trash for real. Um, so Tristan Thompson, y'all know this whole thing. Um, we, he started getting on our radar when he first got um, Kevin Hart's wife's cousin pregnant. God damn, it's too much to follow. Crazy, right? Mm-hmm. He was dating an old girl, uh, real, you know, real pretty girl, looked like she was an NBA player and all of that kind of good stuff, you know, whatnot. She was having a baby. They were in a relationship somewhere before this baby was born, which... Now we know this is what Tristan do. Tristan don't make it through whole um a whole pregnancy with nobody. Um he left her and he got with Chloe Kardashian. Yep. 
Tristan, third trimester Thompson. Did it again. <laughs> he, he, might, he might be there for the first, a little bit of the second, but by the third, that nigga's gonna be out. Oh my okay. Um, so yeah, third trimester Thompson got the fuck on and got with Chloe Kardashian and started a high-profile relationship. Y'all know Chloe loved taking somebody, man. She took French Montana, she took James Harden. She took she take she shit. Them motherfuckers walk into the to the de- to the devil's den willingly. That's yeah. what the Kardashians do. You know, they love taking somebody man. They friend specifically people that they know. They don't normally, you know, if I don't know you, then shit, I want him. But if you I know, know your girlfriend, I want you. Exactly, because um, they're so much better than black women. Um, so yeah, she got she got with his man while he had a baby on the way. Um, knowing that, and they started their relationship. Um, they had the baby, and then next thing we know, Chloe's pregnant. Um, even though he had cheated on her before she was pregnant, Chloe stayed with him, got pregnant by him. He continued to embarrass the dog shit out of her some more. All in the what? Camera. All in the videos. Again, again. Y'all want to do shit, but you ain't doing your due diligence. Nigga, you know they got you on camera walking in and out the hotel with these hoes. <laughs> Took a hoe to the hotel. Um... Did he did him and um Jordan kiss or something like that? Yeah, he, he had an incident where he kissed Jordan Woods, who is Khloe Kardashian's little sister Kylie Jenner's best friend or former her. best friend. Um, this this nigga ain't got no coof, is what I'm saying. Like Tristan don't care who it is, where it is, he gonna cheat. And I think, like honestly, Chloe, at this point, you just understand that he really does not like you. He doesn't respect you. Um, I think he just likes the the attention mm-hmm. that he is able to get from being with a Kardashian, and you was just the lowest hanging fruit. Not saying nothing bad about Chloe in that sense, but I think Chloe actually is a pretty girl, um, and she actually has one of the best personalities out of all the the, the Kardashians. Um, but you was the low hanging fruit with is in a, in regard to your self esteem, and he was able to grab you because. You know, Kim wasn't about to fuck with him, and neither was any of your other sisters. So Tristan, lame ass anyway, nigga. Tristan got another chick pregnant again, y'all. Even though he swear he's still in love with Khloe Kardashian, mm-hmm. he keeps saying that she want her daughter to, uh, and she want her daughter to um have siblings with the same dad. So he ain't doing nothing but fulfilling her wish. Well, you know, he got another one. Myra Lee Nichols um has sued him. For um, uh, what's it called, y'all? Child support. She got a paternity lawsuit against him, mm-hmm. um, and he has offered her seventy five thousand dollars, saying that if you drop this and, and move on and don't have this baby, I just give you seventy five thousand dollars right nope. now, y'all. This <laughs> this person, I'm gonna call him a person. Man. This person wrote a letter, and I don't know why. These people be leaving paper trails of all this dumb shit. Y'all, don't you see how Tristan look in the face? His eyes are close together. You know why he wrote that letter. He's fucking dumb. <laughs> okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. But he said, you know how I feel. My feelings haven't changed at all. I won't be involved at all. By the way, if you think having a baby is going to make you some money, it's completely wrong. You are aware that I'm retiring after this season. So in terms of child support, it'll be whatever is required monthly for someone who's unemployed. In Texas, it's Texas, so it will be only a couple hundred dollars. 
So you better off taking this 75K I'm offering because you won't get nothing near that with having a kid with a father who's unemployed. <laughs> All you will have is a baby with a father who has zero involvement with the child and a few hundred dollars of child support a month. Clown. Oh, he, he thought. So he thought, baby, she finna drag him. How sick is this person? Like, and and honestly, how could any woman mess with him after seeing that he's capable of saying something like that? That's his chat. Whether you like this woman, whether you did, you're the one who had sex with her and got her pregnant. And if she has that child, that is your child. And for you to already say, I don't give a shit about this kid, and I'm gonna do, I don't want no involvement, and I'm gonna give the bare minimum. Ill. If I was Chloe, if I was any other woman involved with him, I would run as far away from this nigga as possible and never look back. You don't deserve these children. You don't deserve these these women. And 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 I I just don't even know what else to say. Like that letter was just so disgusting. Yeah. And women. Do better with who you um lay down with as well. Because this man hasn't done anything to show you that he is a man of honor, I guess. Um, so I'm confused about why anybody would have sex with Tristan Thompson and he ain't even cute. He's not, he's not, and that is my whole <laughs> issue. Like, oh, Tristan Thompson looked like his breath stank, and he was one of them kids in the cafeteria that used to ask you if you was gonna eat the rest of your tater tots. Like, ew. Yeah, just, he, 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 no. Tristan Thompson is the where my hug at dude from high school. <laughs> um, and his hair, I, I don't want to talk about this man here, but I'm gonna go ahead and say it. These braids need to go. I don't know who told him to do that. Not his because he's lame. He's lame. It looked like the wig Shamar Moore had on in that Tyler Perry movie. Girl. <laughs> And I'm wondering if that if, if it's the same lace front that they had in the movie, and he borrowed it, and he thought it was gonna look good. When your hairline sit that close to your eyebrows, you can't. That's no, no, no. Yeah, I'm confused. And and him over here talking about all his money, his money after he retired. Well, uh, baby, you better go get you another job. Cause she's gonna take all that. I mean, exactly. you saying you retired? I hope that court and that judge <laughs> let that man know we don't give a, a fuck. You responsible for this kid? Yeah. You know, and 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 you're not living off of uh, unemployment. You're living off of money that you made. Anyway, these are some guys that's acting up. I want to know what do y'all think? Jazzy, I'm coming to you first. Girl, it's just a lot of motherfucking shit going on. That that Tristan Thompson, he trash. I'm pretty sure that dick is trash. Like, I, I, I'm i not... Fuck him. He for the streets at this point. He, I'm sorry. Any man is. that fuck with a Kardashian, you are fully for the streets. Yeah, mm -hmm. most definitely. Justice Smouye or Juice Smouye or <laughs> How the fuck, fuck y'all said it? Man, you your ass going to jail. He finna go to jail with that little stunt he pulled up there in them people's city with that bullshit. And then they was asking them damn brothers, one of them brothers, I don't know which one, was y'all together at a gay, uh, some type of... Oh, like a spa. Gay spa. Was y'all masturbating together? And I'm like, wait a minute, his motherfucking defense attorney uh, finna eat their asses up. Y'all coming in there with that bullshit? <laughs> Y'all was lovers, but anyways, um, I, I'm 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 <laughs> Jesse going to jail. Um, 
and and uh, Journey gone get ready to put some money on his books because his ass gonna get some jail time for that little stunt he pulled. Um, that goddamn Braves player, baby. I seen the video. I wouldn't have said shit to him. I would have tased the fuck out of his ass, <laughs> <laughs> and I would have kept tasing him. I would have been under investigation on administrative. <laughs> Uh, officer, why did you uh taste him so many times? No, go ahead, fire me. These motherfuckers, these athletes out here doing too much. L- let me just say that, and that's why I would have. T- I wouldn't have gave him no verbal warning. Take your hands off. Her. Nope. Bzzz. <laughs> Bzzz. Turn that around. Motherfucker would been tased. It's just y'all getting out of hand. Y'all making all this money, and y'all think y'all can handle people and do people any kind of way. No, you cannot. And like Auntie Nick said, them folks been in that house fighting like cats and dogs, like fools, like they ain't got no damn sense. Yeah, I think we can we can all you know y'all, that y'all, y'all been doing that. Who else you talked about, boo? Because everybody is goddamn crazy. Everybody I think you crazy. hit everybody. I think I hit it. Okay, because oh, yeah, busy yeah. them, busy them. That shit was funny. I'm a um <laughs> I'm a fan of Three Six Mafia. I love them. They they song Mafia, my 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 Mafia. I'm, I'm just a fan hey. of them anyway. Um, I would have rather seen Three Six Mafia versus Eight Ball and MJG. Yes, oh, yeah, that would have been epic. Okay, I don't really think sense. they should have did because because you know Three Six and Eight Ball and MJG they have the same style of music. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So that should have been the motherfucking verses. That would have been epic. But Busy Bone, everybody knew. Y'all, are y'all still doing cocaine? Busy, you still taking lines? You, okay. you need to calm down because everybody knew his ass, if anybody set it off, it was going to be his ass. <laughs> and I'm out. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Kirby, uh, Coco, y'all got anything on that? Girl, I don't. Besides, we we'll have the ghetto. But no, like you said, they all are trash and they can all go straight to hell. Like, y'all ridiculous at this point. Kirby? I'm going to keep it short. I've been on a personal journey myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> y'all, uh, not, I hate that I have to even say this, but not all black men, but a, a, a large enough population of you, and not just the celebrities. I'm also talking about educated Dusties, educated Lames, and Pookie mm. and Ray Ray and them. Y'all are some of one of the most unaccountable, mm-hmm. deranged, mm-hmm. acting up ass groups mm-hmm. in America. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at all of these situations. Marcel, you beating up on your wife. Tristan, you can't, you won't even make nobody a wife. Bone thugs mm-hmm. and harmony. The drugs, the drugs, the drugs. And just <laughs> the lies, the lies, the lies. <laughs> I have not lost faith in black men collectively, but y'all really don't know how to act. Mm-hmm. You chase after quote-unquote symbols of whiteness constantly. Ooh. You're highly entitled. You act like white women emotionally yes. all the time, Ooh. all over the internet and all over the hoods and all over the universities and everywhere else. And above all else, all this behavior relates back to the fact that you don't protect your community consistently or properly Mm -hmm. and therefore not black women Marcel you contributing to all of those domestic violence statistics about black women and what we deal with in our our homes 
Tristan, you a trash bag in general, and you're contributing <laughs> to fatherlessness. Yes. Bone thugs in harmony, uh, doing, uh, making the drugs and and the crazy behavior and reckless behavior more important than keeping the bag, which would help your families. And Jesse being a bitch ass nigga and telling lies and Ooh. crying about it, it's the same thing. And then folks want to anytime black men do some dumb shit, they want to run back to a group of black women or one black woman to save them. And I'm tired. So Ooh. at this point. Y'all niggas on pause indefinitely as far as I'm concerned. Every single one of you. And if you don't have the proper passcodes and and, and 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 can't seem to figure out the three G's, good character, good money, and good dick, y'all can stay off the porch. For Not the three off G's. The motherfucking okay. porch. Stay off the porch. Get off my motherfucking porch. Get off my lawn. Every single one of you. That's how I feel. Bitch, don't come on my don't come on my block. Don't come on my Don't spend my block. Don't ask me no questions. No, I can't help you. Matter of fact, I'm going to throw somebody in my personal life under the bus. I got a nigga right now talking about, oh, man, I'm going through a situation. Can I come stay with you? Why the fuck you haven't set your life up? You almost 40 years old. Ooh. What is going on with you? Ooh. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm I'm over it. Y'all, you, you lack general integrity and accountability, and you always want a black woman to save you from something. And I, I'm willing to bet Tristan is somewhere laid up in the bed, curled up under his mama, talking about some mama. I don't know what, what I did wrong. So, mm-hmm. laid up under no, I'm fine. I'm fine. I know what it I'm is. Fine. He don't do what, Coco? Were his mask. <laughs> <You stole> okay. <laughs> Or a goddamn condom for that matter. <laughs> okay. That's the mask. He don't worry. The mask. He don't worry. That's the way the mask. He don't worry. Shit. Oh my gosh. Well, I think you said everything that needed to be said, sis. Yep. Like Auntie just broke it down. Yes, she did. Um, flipped it in. I had to take that one, Kirby. He wasn't playing, and that that moving in thing, we're gonna have to bring that back up at a on, on a later episode <laughs> because y'all gonna quit trying to move in with us. Um, we setting our lives up and being like adults <laughs> the way you're supposed to be. And, the way I'm um, supposed to be. Hey, the way we supposed to be. <laughs> um, but seeing a, a trend I've seen in in being single at this point in my life and meeting people who are literally looking to move in. I t- I've told y'all about, um, now, you know what? I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it because I think yeah, that's hold on to that. Hold on to that. Yes. We're running up on time. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we're coming to the bottom of our episode, y'all. Sometimes you go get your food, you get home ready to eat and your fries ain't hot. We got to do these returns. We like to call them let those. And Coco, I think you got to let go for us this week. That actually is also a to-go box. Uh-huh. I'm going to need uh-uh. for everybody <laughs> to do their goddamn job. Hiya, Botashi. Yes. Do your job, whether you work in customer service, whether you work for the government, politician, driver, whatever your occupation is, do your motherfucking job. Okay. Come on, thirteen dollar words. Occupation. Because listen, don't get upset with me because I'm asking you 
for my receipt because baby giving me my receipt is a part of your goddamn job. <laughs> J- if I wasn't O-B. supposed to get a receipt, it wouldn't print out. It wouldn't print out. We wouldn't even have a machine that give receipts, okay? And stop getting mad when I'm asking you questions about your damn job. Or if I got a question and you don't know it, do your motherfucking job, okay? Do the job that you was paid to do. And if you don't like it, find you another job, okay? That's a great Because y'all getting on my goddamn nerves. You're making me upset. And Mm -hmm. I don't want to get the boxing gloves. I retire. I don't do that street shit no more, okay? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to be productive in a model citizen but y'all gonna make me get real 239 on y'all ass and I'm just not that girl no more you, so was, deli- you was supposed to be delivered auntie okay I'm delivered, delivered. <laughs> I don't do that no more I'm a yeah, anyway but yeah just do y'all job please because I'm getting tired of you motherfuckers okay and that go for everybody and that's all I got to say have dead motherfuckers because hey, <laughs> if you not uh, okay so we're going to put that in, our, in your to go box this week y'all do your job we letting go of people who don't do their jobs and we want y'all to just do your job do what you paid to do you agreed to do a certain job in exchange for a specific pay and all we asking you to do is an honest day's work for an honest day's pay okay when we come in there and we ask for certain stuff please have it ready and and do things to the best of your ability and customer service is a part of y'all job whether y'all want to believe that or not and being disrespectful and rude to people um is not it by the way uh newton county tax commissioner's office (laughs) if y'all don't get somebody to answer the phone when we call up there we about to have a problem (laughs) okay don't don't tell me that that's the number I can call and highlight it in blue and then when I call don't nobody never answer the phone and don't call back a uh, real life problem do your job and answer the phone that's one of my pet peeves y'all when you call businesses to ask a question and they don't answer the phone now you gotta call about your goddamn bed you know to, yeah, to go do something so simple that I could have took care of on the phone yep but um all right. Well, y'all, um, Kirby, hook us up. What we got for the book of the month? We just finished up with Michael Larry Dyson. Um, and I'm thinking we, we're going to not necessarily move in the direction of something necessarily African-American author, uh, but something by Eric Robertson. Control your mind and master your feelings. Uh, break overthinking and master your emotions. And I'm going to drop that um, to the aunties. I think that this is something important. Um, that is going to be detrimental to the year 2022 um, because we've already had a rough two years. So mm-hmm. getting control of your mind and master your feelings, breaking overthinking and mastering your emotions is going to help you out. It's by Eric Robertson. You can get it on all book platforms. Okay. All right. Sounds good. That sounds like another one to go on the book shelf that I'll be excited about. And we'll look out for that when we enjoy entertaining race. Um, I'm still getting through the very end of that book, but hey, we'll we'll make it happen. Kirby, let the people know where they can find us and how they can contact us. On Instagram at extra crispy extra wet. Again, Instagram at extra crispy extra wet. Um, if you have a business and you are black, uh, please submit to us uh, your your business uh, 
information so that we can feature you. Also, submit your auntie nominations. Um, contact us also. Hello at com. If you can't spell hello, don't email us. Y'all already know what time it is. We don't do foolishness. <laughs> and uh, we appreciate all the engagement that we've had. We've got some uh, hopefully some really good uh, new types of content coming in season three. We're cooking up some things for y'all. And again, we appreciate each of you. Instagram, Extra Crispy Extra Wit. Hello at Extra Crispy Extra Wit.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Amen. I'm still looking for people to help on Fridays. Absolutely. <laughs> Send your guest host submissions as well. And if y'all don't, we got some guest hosts that have been on that were really amazing that we will definitely bring it back for season three. And we uncles too, you know. I know it's called the young aunties, but we need some uncles, you know, to get y'all advice. Absolutely. And I'm thinking I'm thinking about I'm thinking about uh cooking up something for the uncles and start answering for all of this Y chromosome behavior that's been going on. So we like to hear from y'all too. That makes sense. All right. Well, it is good to be back, ladies. I think this was a great comeback episode. So much going on in the city. It's the oh, city, God. it's the city, it's the city. Hey, wow. uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I love I love spending time with you guys. I love your commentary. Thank y'all for all of your thoughts. You're giving me a lot to ponder on um over these next few days. Y'all remember Kirby, when does every new episode go up? We're dropping on Monday, not mm-hmm. Sunday or Tuesday. It's Monday. Monday, every Monday, you guys, we got a new show. Please follow the Instagram if you do not. There's a lot of great content there. Interact with us. Until then, we'll talk to y'all later. You know, down here, we um don't really want to say goodbye. We want to keep it straight trill, straight ATL, and we just going to say, all right, then, shout